Hi. Happy New Year. Did you know that people with low self-esteem are twice as likely to send nudes? <gasps> this is from the Science Institute of Banke. Yes, I approve that statistics. But really though, research has shown that there is a link between sexting and low self-esteem. It also shows that girls are more likely than boys to send a new pic or to engage in sexting. Sending nude pictures, especially if you keep sending them to someone who curses you to, sort of gives me a sign that, you know, you probably have low self-esteem. And that's because I know that you're not sending these pictures because you want to, but because someone asked you to. And, you know, you're probably afraid of losing the person or you don't want the person to walk away and whatnot. So, let's start with the signs of low self-esteem. My number one sign of low self-esteem is poor confidence. So people with low self-esteem tend to have low confidence and vice versa. So you can have low self-esteem and low confidence, or you can have low confidence and low self-esteem. Well, I've seen people that probably have low self-esteem, but their self-confidence is high and vice versa. There's also negative social comparison so you constantly compare yourself to others and this is very damaging to your self-esteem now i don't get me wrong not all forms of comparison are bad i mean you can compare yourself to someone that is uh, probably in a higher grade than you or is doing well is that i can't say doing well than you but someone that is doing well but that's because you are strive, striving to be that person you know, you want to achieve what that person has achieved. You want to get to the level that person has achieved. So that's like normal. But when you are comparing yourself to someone and you are tearing yourself down, ah, oh, that one is bad. And I think a lot of times the reasons why we, you know, engage in negative um, social comparison is because of social media. So you are seeing images on social media and you're like, ah, oh, I should be like that person. Or see this person's flat so much this person's whatever whatever it encourages negative social comparison you know that you know that tiktok um trailer that they sell no actually but i bought like i bought two and then when i went i was like ah this my bomb bomb is not as big as all the things i'm seeing online I'm like did i buy fake but then like a couple of weeks later i came across a video so they were showing what happens backstage you know those photo shoots do you know that these instagram models you know they pad their bomb bomb Jesus Christ. I'm just like, what, what, what's actually going on? So they are sending you TikTok. They are padding their nyash to take pictures and to show you that the TikTok leggings actually does something to your bum bum. I mean, they does something. Don't get me wrong. They does something, but it's not as, or it was not as fantastic as what I saw online. And so I was thinking that, okay, maybe my ass is like weirdly shaped. But in fact, it was that somebody was padding yash. And then you realize that even their picture safe. You know they have touched here, touched there, touched there. Meanwhile, you are killing yourself. Oh, I don't have mirror, I don't have mirror face. My face is not spotless. My clinical is not clinical. My boobs are not pecking enough. Guy, these people are retouching everything retouchable. They are touching things though. Meanwhile, I mean, I'm just taking picture normal. I'm just showing myself out there. But somebody is spending five hours retouching a picture, and I'm comparing myself to that person. Come on now, it doesn't happen like that. It doesn't happen like that.
Oh, and also people with low self-esteem have problems asking for help. Now, I don't have that problem anymore. Okay, she knows, she knows I don't we? Okay, so... Mm, yeah, so I still struggle with asking for help from people. Um, you know, I don't really have... I like to feel like I like to do things myself. Um, I, I feel like... I feel like I have to do stuff myself. Um... But most times, for people with low self-esteem, it's like you feel like you don't deserve to have their help. You don't deserve that help, you know. Why did you get yourself in that mess in the first place? But me, I'm always embarrassed, Sha. I'm always embarrassed to ask for help because I feel like I should know better and I should be able to do better. Another sign of low self-esteem is you constantly worry and you are constantly in a state of self-doubt. Hey, Jehovah, English. So me, if you know me, you know that I know how to think. Guy, yeah, I can God. When it comes to thinking, I t I can I can worry. Like I, it drives me mad. The amount of time and energy I spend worrying. In fact, it gets so bad that sometimes I get like really bad anxiety and I start to sweat. And sometimes I can't sleep at night. You know, I have to something. If I have to make a choice, for instance. I don't believe i don't usually believe that i can make those choices and so i have to ask people oh do you think this is a good thing or oh, do you think this is a good choice to make and then i usually lean towards the consensus for instance this um today's topic for instance i had to ask someone i sent someone like the draft i wrote you know and they got to me that okay why are you sending someone why are you asking someone to approve something before you think it's good enough and that's what I usually do. I send someone, oh, do you think this is good enough? If the person says yes, yes. If the person says no. But why do I need to ask someone for, do you think this is good? Why do I need someone to validate? Because at the end of the day, this podcast is about me and my life experiences. So why do I need someone external to validate the things I've been through? It doesn't make sense. But really, though, for most of the choices in my life, I never felt like I made a good enough choice. Ah, let me tell you one choice that I would... Ah, oh God. So, there was one time I had this, like, pastor friend. And there was this boy that was asking me out. And I wasn't sure. I didn't really like the boy, but everyone was like, Oh, this boy is a good guy. You know, pastor's son. Blah, 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 blah. And that time I was Christian now. So, like, ah, you know, pastor's son. You know, you, you know, cause trouble in the devil's kingdom. Blah, 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 blah. But I wasn't, like, I didn't really feel the person like that. So usually, when I want to date someone, I will know. I don't know. When I see someone, I know that. Usually, when I see someone, I know that I will date you. I know I will date you. I might not date you, but I know I'll have something to do with you. So that's how it works. But with this person, it didn't work like that. So I called my spiritual advisor. I said, ah, Mr. Man, everybody's saying that this person is the one. This person is the one. This person is the one. What do I do? And this person gave me the go-ahead. I just want to say that that was probably the worst decision of my entire life because I am still suffering from the effects of that. So this pastor son, like maybe six months down the line, would eventually tell me that his dad, who is a pastor that I respected so much, said that I am a bad woman. Yeah, his father literally told him that marrying me was a bad woman. 
do you know like i don't you know till now that thing used to bust my head like somebody saw me at the banquet this pastor met me once so and that meeting was not even meet me like that because i was i was so shy i was so afraid i was just like okay so what happened was his son didn't tell him that we we're dating so he now asked me to go and meet his dad and we just finished a program I saw this man performing miracles. I'm like, are you sure you want me to meet your dad now? This is your dad, my guest that we're dating. He was like, no, that's you don't guess. So when I went to meet his dad, I was very fidgety. I was very afraid because I didn't want, you know, I was like, ah, are you dating my son? That kind of thing. That's how they said that me are a bad woman. And so ever since then, anytime I make so, from that point on, every decision I made, even my leaving the church and all of that, I'm like, is this what this pastor saw? That he called me a bad woman. Was he right? Am I truly a bad woman? Will I truly be a bad woman to anyone I marry? You know, I've not, I can't seem to forget. And that's why I said that, you know, till now, I feel like that was the worst mistake. Probably one of the worst mistakes I've ever made in terms of dating someone because I can't get what his dad said out of my head. And even though people have said that, oh, he probably was lying because he wanted to break up with me. But he told me it was the star that said it. So I kind of think that is a pastor that told me that I have bad women. And so I've been stuck on that for a while. I've not been able to get over it. And so, yeah. So me not being able to make the right choice. I mean, because if I had believed in myself, quote unquote, and I'm like, okay, this person, like, okay, yes, he's a pastor, so I love that. But I don't like him like that. I probably would never have dated him. And I probably would never have heard that crap that his dad had to say about me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Another sign of low self-esteem is that you have problem accepting positive feedback. You know, when I was in uni, each time I if I someone say, oh, bank care, you know, you're so pretty. I was say, I know. Like, it wasn't... <laughs> I know that now it sounds pretty arrogant here. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I sound pretty arrogant, but at that time, I'm just like, I know. It wasn't like I know. It was like I know. It wasn't a like, oh, I know I'm pretty. It was just like I know. And that's because I didn't believe them when they said, you know, you're pretty. I also thought, okay, they were just being nice or something. Like, we should just being nice. But I didn't believe people would give like compliments. I just thought they wanted something from me, really. And I think my favorite, it's not really my favorite, but this is the one I I relate with the most. And that is that people with low self-esteem always engage in negative self-talk. So today, I had to make Amala for my dad. I'm not good at making Amala. I'm almost 30, but all the times I've tried to make Amala, it always comes out with all those cocoa. But today I said, you know what, I'm going to make it and it's going to be nice. So the first one now, so I want you to give you. And this man was like, you make Amala like pap. Like, that's one of the easiest ways to make Amala. So I said, okay, let me try it now. Halfway through, I looked like Amala. I saw that, ah, this thing is not going to work. It's not going to work. So in my mind, I'm like, I was just like, banker, you know what? Maybe make semo for your dad or make pepper. Something easier. Don't make Amala. This Amala is going to have a lot of cocoa. Your dad is not going to like it. You know, you don't have to make Amala. Just forget about it. Just forget about it. Just forget about it and move on. But I was just like, you know what? No, I'm not going to move on. Even if it takes me five tries, I'm going to make this amala and it's going to be good. 
So the first one obviously was a disaster. I threw it away. Then the second one, and you know when I put on fire, I was already like, "Hey, it's over. This thing is a mistake. I should have just made some more." But I just kept telling myself that no, Panke, you are going to get it this time. You are going to get it this time. Like I kept saying it to myself, "You are going to get it this time. You are going to get it this time. You are going to get it this time." And you know what? I got it. I'm telling you that I got it. That amala was smooth. It was, oh my god, it was smooth as fuck, man. But yeah, so neg negative um, self talk. Self talk, sorry. I used to always focus on my flaws rather than my strengths. You know, I remember before when I'll pass a mirror and I'll be so angry because the person will be like, look at your big nose, look at your big head, look at your big how fat you are. Look at, I mean, just. I mean, I also used to stab myself like no man's business. But man, now I don't anymore. Obviously, now I'm 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 kind of vain. I'm 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 very vain, and it's almost like I know what to do. I know how to do it, and I know when to do it. Yeah, sometimes like I feel like oh, I should have done this, shouldn't have done it. But a lot of times, I just feel like okay. You know what? No matter what, you're on the right track. You're at the right place at the right time, doing the right things. And this negative self-talk, I think it just causes you to blame yourself for a lot of things, even things that are out of your control. You just, you just like, you're just crazy. You're just crazy. Like, I always will find faults in myself. And if something will go wrong with some other person, I felt it was my fault. For instance, um, I secured a job interview for someone. And, you know, the night before, the person was telling me that the person was already. My mind, I'm like, how can you tell me the night before that you're not ready? But I've already, you know, booked this slot. You have to go. You have to go. So we took this person for this interview now. And the person did not pass. And the next thing the person will say is, I told you I was not ready. You know, the reason why I didn't get this interview is because of you. And in my mind, I'm like, it's because of me. And so I blame myself. But looking back, I'm just like, mm-mm. I'm not going to allow anybody to put any nonsense blame on me anymore. Why would you not be prepared for an interview? Or why would you not always be prepared for something that you want to do? You know, people always say that preparedness, what is it? Opportunity makes prepared. Something opportunity meets preparedness or something like that. So you always have to be ready. You always have to have your A-game on. I mean, I'm not, I'm not taking the blame for that, please. Please, 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 please. And also, there's also the fear of failure. Guy. <sighs> Man. There's so many things that I did not do. You know that sometimes when I see job ads, even when I know that it's within my field, I don't apply. Sometimes even the job description itself, I'm just like, there's no way I can do these things. So I, don't, I don't even bother myself. Which is wrong, though. Because I'm excellent at what I do. That's me bragging. But I'm excellent at what I do, but Sometimes I just feel like these people will expect so much and I don't want to, you know, under-deliver. It's crazy. I also would never... Listen, I don't participate in con in contests because of the fear of failure. The one time I went for this beer drinking competition like this and, you know, they had other games by the side like Jenga. And, you know, my dad asked me if I wanted to play. And I'm like, no. And I was like, why? And I'm like, I cannot engage... In something that would potentially lead to embarrassment, and that's the truth. Even if it take me for, if it take me to a house party and people are playing games, 
I will not engage. I, I because I I would not engage. I don't like embarrassment though. I hate it in my life. So I'm just like, you know what? You people just play. I'll be watching you from my side. I'll be from afar. And so the lack of boundaries. I think this last two points are what really like speaks to the subject of today. The first one is lack of boundaries. So when you have low self-esteem or when you don't value yourself, you have a difficult time setting boundaries. So you don't know when to tell people to stop or you don't know when to tell people to quit what they are doing. And the reason why you don't want to tell them to stop is because you feel like if you say no, they will stop liking you. And so you find that people with low self-esteem, they tend to take on more tax than they hey, over accent. They will tend to take up more tax than they should, you know, because they want people to like them. And so this lack of boundaries probably works. is one of the reasons why people with low self-esteem, this is why they send, like, new pictures. And so you want that person to like you. And so when the person says, oh, I want to see your breast or something, you send it to the person. You know, because you just want that person to like you. Or you, like, you already like the person. And you don't want to lose the person. The second reason, no, is that you are trying to please others. I think the bad thing about this is that you don't know where to draw the line. And so it's always you engaging in perpetual acts of pleasing, 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 pleasing. While you are left unpleased. I don't know if that's a word, but you're left unpleased. So there's this story I know <laughs> of my friend. Yeah. I'm not going to give you names, but my friend. So she was involved in this friends with benefits things with this guy. I know she always said that, oh, she didn't like how this guy had sex with her. Like, she just felt like he was having sex like a porn star. Okay, end this thing now. And she'd be like, no, that, you know, she doesn't want to. Why don't you want to? Why don't you want to stop? You don't like it. She's like, yeah, but he likes it. You're just like, ah. So because he likes it, you are going to continue, even though you don't like it. No, 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 no. So, but you get, I don't know how, I don't know if that example really explains what I'm trying to explain. But you get what I mean. She was too obsessed with trying to please him, that even though she didn't like what he made her do, she did it. And that's what happens with people that send nude pictures. You don't like it. But because you are too focused on pleasing the other person and keeping the other person, quote-unquote, you know, you just, you just close your eyes and you do it. Wait, though, I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, though. I know that there are couples that send, like, pictures to each other and they engage in texting. I don't have a problem with that. I'm talking to girls that send pictures because they want the guy to like them. Or because they want them to find them attractive. So you know that I do a lot of social media listening, right? So sometimes, randomly, I just search for low self-esteem and I see what pops up. And I came across one girl. Very pretty girl, very sexy girl. And then she was like, you know, her self-esteem was in the pits for a long period of time. And she realized that, you know, that time she didn't used to get engagement on social media. But she realized that when she started posting, like, revealing pictures, you know, show breast here... She asked there, she realized that a lot of guys started, you know, commenting, you know, engagements were high. She was so happy. She was like, she felt good about herself when it first started because, you know, people 
we're giving her compliments they seem to genuinely you know like her pictures and all of that but after a while she became very disgusted because of the kind of compliments that guys were leaving on her page or even leaving on her dms so they were describing in vivid details what they wanted to do to her and that scared her just imagine somebody saying that i want to hang your leg or something like that is 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 it's not what she wants also if you do a random search just do a random google search on self-esteem if you scroll down and eh, just scroll down and down to the end you know that it will give you like um like related searches or something you'll be surprised at the things that men are searching for and i think that's one of the dangers of having low self-esteem is that some guys can pick you out from afar they know as in i don't know if it's like six cents or seven cents or ten cents but by looking at you a lot of guys know that you have low self-esteem and so in this like related searches i saw how to spot a woman with low self-esteem how to manipulate a girl through sex how to manipulate a girl into bed what to say to a girl with low self-esteem how to manipulate a woman into loving you low self-esteem and manipulation manipulative questions to ask a girl that is scary like it scared me so much that people are actively i mean if you are really guys are actively looking for girls with low self-esteem and are planning on how to manipulate them ha. i mean this is one of the biggest dangers of having low self-esteem you can easily be manipulated by men and there are men that go after girls with low self-esteem because you know they can constantly physically abuse them constantly emotionally abuse them and they are sure that the girl will not walk away in fact in one of my random searches Sorry for the break in transmission, so I'm back. Um, so yeah. And then, yes, I did another... So while I was searching, searching, searching now, I now saw that there was a whole post on how to manipulate people with low self-esteem. I'm going to read two things I saw. Just let me bring it up. Um, okay, yeah. So the first one, the guy was like, you can manipulate anyone with low self-esteem by offering what they want with one hand while removing what they need with your other hand. In this case, it will mean offering them hollow compliments while depriving them of actual self-respect. Guy. The second one, the guy was like, people with low self-esteem are particularly vulnerable to another's manipulation. For anyone, for anybody who... Hmm, English, oh, I can't pronounce this word. Anyway, the cocoa with what he's saying is that if you can make them feel better, it's easy to take advantage of them because they are too desperate to get external validation since they can't validate themselves from within or they won't have self-esteem issues in the first place. So he's saying that if someone can make you feel better about yourself, it is easy to take advantage of them. So for instance, if you meet someone, maybe a guy or a girl, and a girl always makes you feel good. So you look good, you look nice, whatever, whatever, you know, gives you the feel, the tingles, or whatever, whatever, whatever. It's very easy for that person to get you to do whatever it is they want you to do. You know now that this thing is, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, has somebody manipulated me and I do not know? Hey, Jehovah, help me. Again, if you do a search on Twitter, I search a lot. And you search on low self-esteem. In fact, I saw one, I saw one guy. He, he actually posted new pictures of this girl. And he was like, the reason why he got her to send him these new pictures is because she had low self-esteem girls please if you are going to send pictures eh, try not to show your face 
Hmm? As in, they, don't show your face. Show your body, yeah. But you see your face. Cut it off. I think we watch movies. Eh? You know, those. I think also, back to the point of if you want to manipulate someone with low self-esteem, make them feel good. If you watch movies of all people that used to like beat their spouse or emotionally abuse their spouse, realize that anytime the person wants to leave the marriage or the relationship, you know, they start to cry. And they say, oh, I love you. You are the most wonderful thing that's ever happened to me. Don't leave 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 me. That's manipulation. No. That's manipulation. No. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't want this um, talk to be like, you know, I am like uh, castigating you or whatever. Because me. I know I've said a couple of I know. I know. In fact, I know my angles. So, I know I've sent a couple of pictures. But, I mean, thankfully, the people I've dated, um, they were not idiots. So nobody found my nudes outside online. But again, I was very, very careful to, you know, not include my face in the picture. And, but you know, it's always so sad because every time I hear of, like, leaked nudes or leaked videos, I'm always so sad because it's the girls that suffer for it. It's not the guys. It's almost like that, the case of the adult trust woman. Hey, a car is passing, oh Jesus. Ah, father, 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 father. I'm so sorry, you guys. I don't know how to cut this thing off because I'm, hey, Jesus Christ. I apologize. I, I, I apologize. So yeah, it's almost like the case of the adulterous woman. Because it was the woman they brought out. Was the woman sleeping with herself? Was it not a man that she was sleeping with? Why was the man not brought outside with her? Anyway, as far as I'm concerned, the reason why we send nudes is because we want the compliments that, you know, come with the nudes. Because when you send a nude, the guy will be like, oh, you're so sexy. And they say, ah, you're like, oh my God, I'm the most beautiful thing ever. But, <laughs> not to lie, not to lie. Sending nudes helped with my self-confidence. I'm telling you, like, because the compliments you get when you, guy, that thing is very addictive. It can be very addictive because... And you know, boys, they know how to compliment you when they want to compliment you, yeah. The compliments I got were addictive. Who are these? Were extremely addictive. And it raised my self-confidence a lot. A, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But then again, the people I was sending them to, they had sense. You don't want to send it to someone that does not have sense. <clears throat> you don't want to send someone that doesn't have sense. Um. Okay, finally, if somebody is threatening you, um, telling you that you know it's going to um, publish your nudes and whatever you can actually report the person to the police and you can have the person arrested i think that's it's like cyber crime or something yeah so you can have the person arrested so like just reach out you can just reach out okay so it's omojoa i know omojoa is on twitter he's the one i know that is very passionate about this thing so if someone is threatening you telling you they're going to leak your nudes my dear Oh guy, report to the police. And if you are too afraid to come forward, just send a module IDM or something, and then I think he'll handle it from there. Again, let me retreat. If you are going to send nudes, because I know you people will send nudes. I know. It's not something you can stop. Like I said before, don't show your face. No face, no kiss. No face no case also if someone is pressuring you to make a sex tape with them 
except you want to put it on OnlyFans or Pornhub and make money from it. I think you should really, really think about it. I think you should like you should really, you should really, really, really think about it. If it's not going to Pornhub or OnlyFans where you can make steady money for it, or if you are not opening a Snapchat account where you want to charge people for these things, I think that you should think about it well because people ask come and people will like, take advantage of you so see you next time i hope you like this recording don't forget to share don't forget to subscribe don't forget to tell your friends um don't forget to don't forget bye